Hey guys, so welcome to Bitchin' and Dissin'. Bitchin' and Dissin'! Episode 1! Yes. I'm Michaela. And I'm Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in this episode, um, we talk about like some of the music that we are like really grooving on right now. Um, we discuss... Oh, I tell the story of... Whenever I finally learned the lesson to, like, not just let my poop hang out in the toilet for hours. Good uh, Yeah, yeah. Listen for that. <laughs> and YouTube channels that we're watching. Yeah. Um, Stacy gives some advice, um, some stories about whenever she was approached uh, for... A multi-marketing scheme. Yep. What to look for in that. Um, we pretend like we know what the fuck we're talking about and give you guys some investing advice. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we also talk a little bit on like our 2020 goals and just like, you know, building on yourself and yeah, some of our favorite YouTube channels that we're grooving on. Yeah. So stay tuned. Please listen. Thank you. <sighs> so <clears throat> you mentioned that you've been really getting down on some particular music recently. Yes. So I've been trying to get better at listening to albums recently because that's what I usually do. But I don't know why, but last year it felt like I was just listening to like playlists and certain radio stations yeah, on I feel Spotify. Like that's mostly what I listen to. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, me too. But I, I don't know. I love investing actually, in certain artists, you know, like I do listen to albums a lot now. Actually, I think about it. But go on. Sorry not to interrupt. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, and I love investing in artists and just seeing their entire work sometimes. And if I get really into someone, I'll listen to like the album or song I found, I guess, and then explore what other things they've had and then mm -hmm. just become so invested <laughs> in a way. Um, but recently, I know I am DDB and she's like a UK artist. I don't know much about her at all. But I listened to the song called um, Shade that she had a few years ago, and it was really good. And then I don't know how it popped up, but some song on, I think, on my Discover Weekly, of course, showed up. <clears throat> and I was listening to Swerve 5, Swerve.5. And okay. it's so good because it has, like, jazzy style, um, you know, beats to it. And it's very lo-fi, but uh -huh. it's sometimes very it's very, like hip-hop beats in ways i'm not a music expert or beat master by any means so if i sound like an idiot it's probably because i am um we don't know what we're talking about we just know what we, we like. just like yeah, yeah we like the sound of it and i know there's no shame um but no i found urban jazz by imddb okay all caps all together and it's literally just the acronym like like yeah. i am like all capital letters like i am I A M D D. Oh, hold on. I, that's too far away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I am. It's an I A M D D B. Yep. That's. She's fantastic. I think I found her through <clears throat> Little Sims. Did you say like she's a, a British artist? Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And nice. like, yes. So I've been stuff with like Urban Jazz and Woke Up to Flex. That song is great. <laughs> this came out in February of 2019. So like a year okay. ago. Okay, cool. And she's come out with other things since then. She has a lot of, she has a big, you know, discography so far, in my opinion, for being relatively new mm -hmm. in my eyes, I guess. But um, yeah, her album's really good. Nice. Listen to it. Okay. It gives you like good vibes. I always, I feel like. When I listen to music or hear it, I always picture me driving, and then I'm like, that makes a song, you know? If I can... I can... Yeah, I can feel that. Like, that you can, like, you can cruise to something and enjoy it. Right? Yeah. And just drive... I don't know. Because there's certain, like, music definitely defines certain memories for me when I'm driving. Yeah. I don't I, know what I, it is. I know what you mean by that. Like, um... What was... Cherry Bomb? Like, Tyler, the Creator, Cherry Bomb? When that, that, great. when that when that came out, I lived out in Williston and I worked at <laughs> Zaxby's and I would close a lot. So like a lot of memories that album brings back is like driving back and forth from Williston, like because mm -hmm. that's what I would listen to a lot during that time. And, and it's okay. Do you have <clears throat> so in my opinion, okay, do you ever have music that you're like, that's for the winter time? Or yes. that's for the summertime? Yes. yes, 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 yes. And I feel <laughs> like this is something actually like I don't know if this was something that you like had a, like you had already thought about before, but I remember we discussed this. What was it like winter of 2011? Whenever <laughs> we were coming 
to Gainesville a lot to house sit mm-hmm. for my sister and we listened Nero Empire of the Sun it was super like just that that style of like electronica that was real big DJ that time Tiesto. yes and, and like Ellie Golding when she just yes, came out lights lights uh, and, and then the bass, the bass nectar remix of lights uh, oh my god yeah okay so <laughs> that's just so good like I yeah so that's winter music like that's like I that's to mm-hmm. me like that's wintery like yep I would have to say um, Phoenix's album, like, what is it, like, um, oh, shit, I can't even remember it. My <laughs> mom, I, I remember I bought it, my mom bought it for me during Christmas, and uh-huh. I think that also was, like, a big thing. Oh, the Wolf Game. Um, oh, that's. Yeah, the Wolf Game Amadeus. I can relate to that, because you, you bought me, because of the internet, Childish Gambino for Christmas, and to me, that's, like, like it's a Christmas album to me now. Like, it is a Christmas album. <laughs> and uh, and oh, what other ones? Honestly, I remember when Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday came out. I'll be honest with you, that was also one. But I don't mess with Nicki Minaj like that anymore. I'm not denying her who she is. By any means. <laughs> I don't hate her. And I don't necessarily love her either. Right. She's you just still revisit it. And of course, you, like, and you can respect you know, her. A guilty course. pleasure. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. And listening to it, I'm just, I'm just like guilty man. pleasures. <laughs> fucking uh, Star Star Starship Cobra. Starship Cobra. Is that Cobra Starship? Cobra Starship. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I wish. I wish they like got bigger. They were bigger and they had like more, you know, music notoriety. No variety. They just like, kind of cut off after that one song and then it just like. Yeah, that was off. yeah. Their one song and then their weird ass remix of bananas. Remember? Yeah. This is my shit. Yeah. This is my shit. <laughs> that was actually really funny. That was my first song I ever heard by Cobra Starship, actually. That was good. That was good stuff. But what music have you been listening to? What have you been getting down oh, to? Oh, okay. So you know that I really, really, really love Letterkenny, and I have no shame about it. There's no shame in loving Letterkenny. Uh, I never I personally have, divvied into it yet, like, but I have watched some episodes. And some people good. just don't get it. And I don't get those people. That's okay. Uh, to me, it's the perfect show. It is like it is hands down my number one like favorite live action show. So season eight just came out December twenty seventh, and I've already watched it like twice, all of it. <laughs> and one of the things that's so great about the show is the soundtrack. So a couple days ago at work. I had, like, okay, so the ending of that season was, like, just beautiful. Like, it literally, like, brings tears to my eyes. Just how awesome it is in that, like, without kind of, like, spoiling it, just kind of, like, how, like, the community, like, and the different, like, cliques of people in that, like, show can be at odds with one another. But at the end of the day, all of them within Letterkenny, like, have each other's back. Like, so hardcore. And like just like that's being demonstrated at the end of Aww. season eight, and like it's I love it's camar- camaraderie, camaraderie. Yeah. I, God damn it, that was so hard to say. <laughs> and like you try to say that five times fast, I dare you right now. I dare you. <laughs> and and yeah, it's just so beautiful. It brings tears to my eyes. But like I honestly, that is what makes me cry during any show. Like <laughs> it takes me a lot to cry of sadness in things because I can definitely. You know, I feel for them, but I'm not going to bawl my eyes out. It's when the happy shit, that's when it happens. That's where you just, like, cry and you're just like, oh, my. It's kind of funny because it's not even, like, it's not, like, super feel good. Like, I don't want to spoil the ending, but, like, it's not super feel good, but it's just, like, I don't know. Like It's like, fuck yeah. Like, it's kind of like the end of Death Proof. Like, fuck yeah. But in the same way, it's it's just beautiful. Like Community is great. People <laughs> can all come together and you see the enemy, you know, help the hero and vice versa. And they both, like, have one. It's they can share. But you kind of. I don't know. I mean, the people that didn't have, I guess when you said people have odds with each other within yeah, the community. I'm yeah. saying like that. Not saying, like, I'm just... None of them were like the enemy of. I know. The other, I'm you know, being like more dramatic se, when like, I say that, I but I, saying, you know, I the. Yeah. But, but back to music. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> bringing it all back. Yeah, we're, we're bringing it all back. We we're focused <laughs> here. Um, I 
was just like thinking about Letterkenny at work and like I just rant and rave about it at work and tell everybody they should watch it and tell my coworkers that haven't <laughs> caught up with the like recent seasons that they need to watch that shit. And uh, yeah, I just got like the last, like there's this, like the, the scene at the very end that makes me cry has a song and I was like, that song was just in my head and I was like, what is that? And I was trying to Google it and IMDb, whatever. And then I just jumped on Spotify and like searched like Letterkenny. And like there are beautiful souls out there that put together like just Letterkenny soundtrack playlists. And like there was just one for season eight. And it's in chronological order. Like as Oh, they that's go. convenient. It's Most of the time they don't do that. Beautiful. Like who, I, if I knew the username of the person who did this, I would shout them out right now. I'm like, thank you. But anywho... <laughs> The song is called Do It, Try It by M83, <laughs> which I was familiar with M83 because of like Midnight City. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Great song. Um, but Do It, Try It is from their album. Um, fuck, now I can't remember the name of the album, but it came out before Midnight City. Midnight City was like 2016, and this album was 20. 20- Midnight City was like almost even. 2012 or something huh maybe because i remember that shit like a long time ago let me let me double check that's what i thought i read um and then this other album was 2011 i want to say but like it's got this like like if you're not familiar with the band like they are like electronic but it also has this silence your phone i'm sorry Um, (laughs) but it also has like this fucking piano line in it that is just so fucking groovy like it is so catchy that like and then so and then it's just got these voices they're like do it try it like and it's just so good like oh god i love it and yeah so i had that shit in my head i got so hyped stacy i know i didn't go to the show with you but motherfucking princess nokia is in season eight like one of her songs tomboy of course Oh, that's like tight. it plays at the end of one of the episodes, and I was watching it with like Manuel and my dad. You're like, ah! and I was like, oh, who that is? Oh, yeah, it was great. So yeah, <clears throat> so I just put on like that whole playlist. Um, I'm also kind of a loser, and I really like Incubus. Like I always like re- kind of like that band, you know. And there's a song by Incubus on the playlist that I was like, I didn't realize this was Incubus and I'm feeling this. And it's so like, <laughs> it's so just like angsty, like man, early 2000s acoustic guitar. Like, but I'm like, I don't care. I fucking eat it up. Eat that shit up. No shame. And no shame what you like. Do you remember that artist Jai Paul? Yeah, he came up with new stuff. There's a song by Jai Paul. On the season eight of Letterkenny, yeah. like he came out with new stuff. It was on my Discover Weekly, and I was like, "He's out of the darkness. He was gone for years." That was also during that winter phase. If you think about him, you're right. And yeah. you know how I found him? You know how I found him, Michaela, as an artist? It was the weirdest fucking thing in my life. I had that backwards, <clears throat> real quick. M eighty three. You're right. Uh, the album with Midnight City was "Hurry Up or Dreaming," and that came out in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. And the album with Do It, Try It is from, it's called Junk, and that came out in 2016. Okay, there you go. Yeah, my bad. And I was like, I swear to God that song came out longer than then. It's one of those songs where you feel like it's timeless because it's still relevant to the time, you know what I mean? It's not like I go out and listen to M83, to be honest, on a regular basis, but... When it comes on, you're like, yeah, yeah feel this it. This is better than a lot of shit, Yeah, I'm down, in, I'm down <laughs> with it, you know? Um, oh, God, what was I saying before? Oh, shit. I... I can't give you that. Oh, God, no. I stay so focused viewers, on, like, what the my... The viewers I, are... Li- or listeners, my bad. But, like, <laughs> you were... It's right there. It's, it's, we, we remember. We remember. Because yeah. it was right there. It's um, okay. It's okay. Maybe oh it'll God. come back. What were, what were we talking right before that? You gotta trace... You gotta trace it. Trace back your steps. Okay. You're talking about... Oh, how... Jai Paul. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Hey, there we found it. Go. Oh, okay. So I don't even know if this is cool or not, but I remember how I found uh, Jai Paul was like 
there was this website where you could access your webcam because everyone had webcams. I felt like oh, at yeah. some point, and you could you have selfies. Yeah, you could take filters and like selfies and different filters and uh-huh. stuff. I even remember. I think you came over at one point because I actually have some of my Facebook where it's just all of us as people and it's just you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember and that. Like split in half uh-huh. and you know whatever. It's like webcamtoy.com or some something, shit. Something yeah, weird shit. I remember that. Well. With that same website, there was this thing called TV, and you could watch anything on there. I wish I could access it still. It was so weird. Random footage of things, then it would cut off randomly, and different music, and different things, and just really weird old videos. And it was like this garden or something, and it had, uh, not Jasmine, but the other song. But that was, he only had like two songs yeah, out, yeah, you know I what I mean? And, and it had that really like soft voice that yeah. was like, don't fuck with me. Da, da, yeah, but like, it was um, like Bitsu, Bitsu, yeah, Bitsu, whatever, like that. all caps. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know how I found it or I must have Googled the lyrics or I Shazammed it, but I found him through that website with the TV and that's how I, I found see. him. Okay. <laughs> interesting yeah right but he only came out two songs and they were both great you know mm-hmm. and then you're waiting yeah he was forever. just some like indie artist but somewhere. he got yeah and then I, I looked into him before and i haven't seen him or you know whatever in a long time but i think he came out with something in 2013 <laughs> yeah actually i'm just a loser and he came out with something in 2019 and that was the that was the gap you know, oh, okay. a six-year gap. I'm sorry. It's You're okay. still amazing. We forgive you. Everything you make is great. Jai <laughs> <sighs> uh. Paul. I wonder where that guy's from. I want to see. He's from, from somewhere. Everyone's from He's somewhere. from somewhere. He's from another planet. What is on your earrings? English. So like it's like an animal. Oh, it's it's a frog, and then it's got weird colors, and then and then just a random ornament below. Yeah, it's got like this earring is it's got an orange, two green beads, this blue <laughs> frog for the listeners, another green bead, and like some weird, you know, like three inch small straw looking orange bead, and another <laughs> green bead. So it's blue, green, and orange, which is kind of weird colors, but I was, I feel naked if I don't have earrings in. So. I think it's interesting you wear frog earrings. I thought you didn't like frogs. I like frogs. Their presents are great, just not on me and not within my arm's reach. So if I can stick my arms out and they're not, they're past my hands, we're good. Okay. It's, I, I have no, I have no hatred for frogs because they are necessary, you know. But I just don't want them jumping on me. They're spontaneous <laughs> creatures. The world is their oyster. They literally can jump on me at any time. And they have. And it freaks me the fuck out every time. Like, I don't have the emotional stability to be calm when sudden things happen. I'm a very jumpy person. Oh, I am too. So if a frog jumps on me, I'm going to freak the fuck out. And be Same. like, oh my god, get off me. I don't want to, you know. But I'm not going to freak out if he's, you know, like I said, not within arm's length. Did this happen to you, like, when you were a child? I was about to say, so <laughs> I think I was manipulated by my mother because she had a traumatizing experience with frogs when she was younger. Oh. So my mom, I might be even misconstruing her memory because I'm going off my memory, and you got to love the human telephone chain of, of memory. Exactly. <laughs> um, so apparently one of her relatives or my cousins or something like that had a wheelbarrow full of frogs because they lived behind this, like, creek area Uh and it was really wet and marshy and whatever and from what my understanding is that the wheelbarrow was full of frogs and my mom was like playing or something and my cousin or something like spilled like maybe a hundred frogs or something on her okay and it fucked her up after that and she was young you know so i don't know how on earth how she demonstrated her fear for frogs in order for me to get the same fear (laughs) but i think just because of that story Uh or whatever i had the tendency to be freaked out maybe i saw her freaked out by him and it freaked me out Uh because i'm like dude my mom's freaking out over a frog i'm scared but you know what's weird my little brother has no problems with frogs and he's been my savior when we were growing up (laughs) to capture frogs for me because i just i just don't want to touch them you know they're so adorable and i appreciate them but i don't want to touch them period you know and so 
There was one time I remember I was taking a shower when I was a kid and I just see something on a toilet seat and I have I didn't have glasses on at the time and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it was a frog and the door was locked so oh, I couldn't get no. anyone to go in there and I was like, no. Literally the toilet and the wall are barely there and I'm in the tub and the only way for me to get to the door is through. To walk the- by the toilet with yes. the frog on it. Yes. Was the toilet seat like, like open? Like could you have like just like kicked them into the toilet no, and like flushed it damn it i'm a habit of closing the toilet because i don't want shit to fall in it that's really smart i've definitely had that happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually that was how i learned the lesson as a little girl to flush the toilet because i didn't like like loud noises as a kid and like mm-hmm. even flushing the toilet was like really loud to me as a kid and i was always afraid that there was like I don't know, some scary monster, like, behind the shower curtain. and Oh, I still, there's times where I'm like, oh, open it up just Oh, yeah, in case. for sure. <laughs> not going to, not in, yeah. I don't, not going to Anytime sure. I do it, I'm like, how am I supposed to be prepared? To even, if there was something yeah, there, I, I know. You're like, what would you do? You don't even know. <laughs> Nothing. Um, <laughs> but, so, yeah, my, like, and my thoughts were, like, when a loud noise is going on, like, I'm even more vulnerable because I wouldn't be able to hear them, like, coming like they could sneak up on me easier when the loud noise so like when i would flush the toilet like i would flush it and like haul ass or just wouldn't flush it (laughs) and like i used to share like a bathroom with my sister (laughs) and i had like gone number two and not flushed and i was fucking with her um like foot like skin grater thing you know lack of a better term like cheese grater for your feet um (laughs) foot grater yeah her foot grater and i accidentally dropped it into the toilet and like yeah and i was like smart enough at the time to like know that like i should have flushed the toilet and that like i was embarrassed that i didn't but that like I also knew like I couldn't flush it with that thing in there like she I just dipped I had to get it out no 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 I, I like I got it out <gasps> did it like overcome your fear after that you're like I just stuck my hand exactly. in the toilet and exactly, it was exactly that wow, I was like now awesome. I have to flush because and close the to- lid because what if something drops in there like <laughs> damn yeah that's how I learned that lesson <laughs> It's funny when things happen and you're like, I'm going to be a better person after this, after this terrible moment. That's so funny. That's so funny. It's, I, I, I'm, I don't know when I, have you ever been in a public bathroom where you're with a child and they are screaming because of the toilet? I have oh, I've had that no. happen. So I'm like, yeah, I know there, it's not a, I feel like that's a common thing to be it afraid of the toilet. Public toilets are especially because like they're like, yeah, they're intense. They still get me as an adult. I'm the like, hair dryers used to kind of freak me out when I, I was a kid. I fucking hate those things. I'm like, give me some fucking paper towels. They honestly, it's it's such a catch twenty two because obviously you're like, yeah, you're saving you know sort of energy in a ways because you're you having paper towels. Just blow bacteria all over your yep. hands. That's fucking gross. That's basically the whole point. It they blow dry my hands you know, on my feces jeans. particles. Yeah. I do that all the time. If there's a thing, I'm kind of like, eh, I'll just do it on my jeans. At least it's my own germs being recycled amongst myself. Yeah. Like, gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate... Oh, God. <laughs> we, went to, we went to Orlando. Uh, I, I love to say Orlando. Orlando. Because if you have Apple Maps, like, that's how they pronounce, like, Orlando. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we went down there to visit with my sister. And, um, oh, she lives in Orlando now? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Orlando. Orlando. And um, <laughs> I kind of lost track of what I was going to say. Fuck. Like, I even know what I was, like, saying. We went to, oh, yeah, 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 public bathrooms. And, yeah, we had, to, <laughs> we had to pee really bad. And, like, traffic was so bad because it was, like, the week of Christmas. Like, we would be, like... Like, like our ETA wouldn't change. Like we'd be in the car and we would drive. Like it would be like, it it we would have driven for like tweet. thirty minutes later and like our ETA was still like, not any like oh, we man. weren't any closer. Like traffic was so bad. Like we got off of the turnpike. Like it was faster to not be on the turnpike. There was so many motherfuckers. 
Sometimes so, the highway is better. And you get more of a scenic view. Yeah, that's what I said to my mom. No, I take the scenic view. Um, but we got back on, or we got on, like, I, I-75, and we had to pee, so we stopped at this rest stop. And, of course, because the interstate's, like, way backed up, and there's tons of people. There's tons of people at the rest stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Trying to navigate that bathroom. And all the people there's are trying so to stalls wash my in hands. There. And, like, just all, just the smells and the people and the germs. And I'm just, like, I want to throw up. Like, that's I so borderline funny. would rather pop a squad out back. Like, this is gross. Yeah, like, that's so funny. We were traveling at the same time, <laughs> and I, I feel that 100%. <laughs> So much so, and I'm so upset because I went to one of those rest stops and got something at one of the stores, and it was so expensive to begin with, and they charged me twice for it, and I didn't catch it until I was all the way down there, and I was like, I just paid, you know, $14 for two little, like, sandwich things, because I was so starving, and I, there was nothing open, and um, they had these little sandwiches. Was it a a debit or a credit charge? It was debit. Damn it. Mm Mm-hmm. Charge back that shit. I know. I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to let it go. $7 down the drain. It's fine. Uh, and then, you know, what's funny is when we were trying to drive back from down south, you know, up to Gainesville, there was a point where we were trying to merge on to from I-95 to the turnpike. And we went on the wrong exit by a hair, dude. So you had, there was, it was a road to basically where it was such a subtle, like, go left or go right but uh-huh. we're gonna keep it at like maybe a 45 degree angle between <laughs> you know which road and you barely could tell which one's north and south uh-huh. we went down south and literally oh, no. on the wrong one and it literally was like 17 minutes to go on the next exit, exit. and we were always like you know those weird like holes in between it that you're like dude i'm about to do a yui and we were like should we do it and we were should we do it we could have gotten away with it then damn it mm. should we do it didn't do it and i'm you know the whole time <laughs> and then we're driving back and then all of a sudden we're driving and i just see this green jeep just whip out from doing one of those viewies <laughs> and we're like oh my god did you see that did you see him do what we should have done but honestly it's a good thing we didn't because we didn't need to go on the same road north if we did do the Yui in a way, we would have gone in the wrong direction. So it made sense, like, of what it happened. It wouldn't have worked out. It wouldn't have run. worked out if we did make that cheat. So I'm glad that we were good souls and were safe and didn't make that choice. Because yeah. we'd That's have fucked ourselves more. Exactly. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know, you think about doing those bad things. And then you still think about doing those <laughs> bad things. And then you decide, no, it's yeah. fine. I can live yeah. about it fucking traffic i want to do bad things all the time and i'm like no it won't be worth it if you get caught <laughs> in my conscious as well um, you know to some degree it, it just depends on the situation like a lot of the times i'm like ethically i'm totally okay with this it's just i don't want to have to face the consequences of getting caught <laughs> like shoplifting from walmart ethically I think that's totally okay. Fuck Walmart. <laughs> they can afford it. They got all these fucking uh, self-checkouts now, and they're not hiring employees, so fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. But at the same time, really? What if you get caught? You're going to get in trouble for something. Shoplifting. Petty, petty theft fucking at Walmart. Walmart. Exactly. You're a little bitch. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta weigh things out. You gotta... Yeah, that's with everything. You gotta compare feelings <laughs> and what's going on, you know, and then boom. And boom. I actually had a dream that, like, I got caught shoplifting at Walmart recently. <laughs> Damn. Was this, was this? It was, like, within the last couple weeks. And it's one of my coworkers, like, I'll talk about, like, Walmart. I'll, I'll give that same spiel. And I'm not telling anybody to shoplift, like, FYI, don't don't shoplift, ever. Um, it's not worth it. That's not my advice. Don't do it. it yeah, it's not worth it. Um, but yeah, one of my coworkers. Anytime I like give that spiel, and like I said, like that's not actually like who I am and what I believe. Like I just kind of, I think it's funny. So I'll ride that ride and have people like berate me about it and be like, but fuck that company. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, like and... fuck Amazon Day. Fuck Amazon. Oh, for sure. 
But anyways, uh, mm-hmm. that's that's one of my coworkers always like, is that really like, what if you were to get caught? Like, is you know exactly the same thing. So that's really been drilled into my head now. And so I had that dream, and like literally my first thought was like, like they wanted me to come talk to like it was like some like security person came was like we need you to come with us like blah 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 blah. And, like, they didn't say anything, like, yet. But I just knew, like, in my dream, I was like, ah, they caught me shoplifting. <laughs> and so then, like, I was getting questioned and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I need a lawyer. I ain't talking to y'all. And I'm like, I, like, woke up from that dream and I was like, I am real proud that, like, even in my dream, I don't fucking talk to cops. Like, I'm <laughs> like, nope, get me a lawyer, bitch. Like, and in my dream, I was like, who's, who's going to get me a lawyer? Like, how, like I can't do it myself right now like I'm in this like I'm being arrested or whatever I don't know what was going on but like in the same in my dream I was just like I gotta call my mom my mom will give me a lawyer I know she'll find a lawyer like, <laughs> so, like <laughs> I love it when you have dreams like that and you're just like whatever I'll be honest I had one time I had a dream where I always have a really obscure dreams it's never really clear but I was in some you know rich fancy rich pool area right and it was something like on grand theft auto that's the only thing i compared to was just like what's his face's house you know okay but it's just like you're in this pool and i go and see my dad and there's just like a dead body like in this pool right and i'm like oh my god you know and my dad is literally like the most loving people of humans he would never kill anybody for any reason unless it was for a damn good reason i have no idea but anyway so i (laughs) And all I wanted to do with my dream was like, let's clean this shit up. I was like, let's clean it up. I'm like, let's, let's go. Let's go. Like, let's figure this out. Let's deal with this. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm calling the cops on my dad. It was right. like, oh, I'm going to help him figure it out. And I told him that. And he was like, well, he was like, you know, I'll help you about your bury your dead body or basically if you need me to. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. So, I mean, who knows in real life if that would happen that way. But, you know. Yeah, from what I know about your dad, I think you could you could trust him on that. This is good podcast content, he'd, he'd you know. What I mean? He'd help you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh, back back to my my dream. I didn't really finish the whole thing. Was that oh, like? I'm sorry. No, no, you're totally fine. Uh, but like, I I also thought in my dream, like, damn, my coworker's totally right. Like, fuck. <laughs> and like, I told him that like the day, like the morning after, and like he laughed so hard. Like he's like, you don't know how like happy that makes me. Like, he's like, I need to do this more often for people. <laughs> Trick the fear and shoplifting to others. <laughs> Has a tally mark, you know. Got another one. <laughs> no, he, he like refers to himself as like the ruiner because like he'll just like say things and ruin, ruin things. Like uh, one of our coworkers was uh, gonna go to Saint Augustine for New Year's, and so like the company <laughs> gave New Year's Day off, so it was like you could. We worked new year's eve but then it was like we could party that night and not have to work the next day oh same um so one of our coworkers was gonna go to saint augustine and this particular coworker had been there like like during christmas time to like see the lights and stuff and had known just like what a clusterfuck it was and just like gave her the whole spiel and was like i don't know if you want to go like it's such a cluster like there's so many people like blah 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 and so like she ended up, like, talking her boyfriend out of it. And then, like, her boyfriend, like, proposed later that night. And so, like, the whole thing was, like, he was planning on proposing. And basically, like, <laughs> he, like, talked her into talking him out of them not going to Where'd St. Augustine. What did they do instead? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tell, like, their whole story or anything. But they, they still did something cute and, like, you know, just kept it local. Okay, cool. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Aww, so, damn. like, he felt bad. He was like, fuck, I ruined, like, what you get, like, what he had planned to propose. And I was like, no, like, don't even think of it like that. Like, I tried to tell him, like, you don't know what could have happened. Like, maybe you saved their proposal. Like, maybe something really bad would have happened or, like... Or an accident. Yeah, it's like, a long yeah, way. no, I wasn't like, going to, I wasn't going to suggest anything like ha- that. Everything but, like, happens for the right reasons. That's exactly you know? what I was telling. I was like, so just don't, and, you know, I wouldn't, don't beat yourself up kind of thing. But, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel guilty if that were me, though, even though I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But, no, in reality of things, it's, like, not a big deal. And yeah. it's not the point of where you propose at. It's the... You know, so except f- don't do it in a mall food court. I've seen videos on that, and I'm like, dude, I don't know how I'd react to, to be honest, in a mall food court. I just wouldn't want it to, like... It would have to be, like, a Jim and Pam thing, dude. It'd be, I was about to say, like, it wouldn't be, like, it, okay, if, like, you guys are in love, whatever, but I feel like also it's it's kind of, like, 
I don't know, depending on the person, which hopefully you know who you're proposing to well enough, but, like, I don't think it's really such a cool thing to, like, propose in front of a bunch of people. Like, that puts, like, so much pressure on... Everyone. Well, like, I mean, the woman, like... And himself, what to be honest. That's a lot of pressure. Like, what if him? she doesn't want to say yes? Like, <laughs> and, well, that just means yeah. that he's, like, willing to take the pressure on himself, too, because it's, like... yeah. You know, right. but no, that's why I was like, in, unless it was a mall food court, it better be for like some really cute ass weird reason because like Jim and Pam, you know, when he proposed to her in that gas station, <laughs> everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? And, but it made sense, you know, it has to be something like that. Yeah, no, I was like, I was kind of bummed about like, like my, like our proposal and my proposal, but then like in hindsight and then like having like Manuel tell the story of like his side of like the whole night i'm like it's so cute like i love it like i love seeing you guys at the after that because do you remember it was kayla um there was a christmas party going on mm-hmm. and um you guys came over and i just remember being wasted <laughs> i remember throwing up that night it was just like oh my god my best friend's married just freaking engaged. out oh engaged yeah i'm married yet True. Well, you're married now, I'm but married you now. weren't married then. So exactly. maybe that's the reason why I said what I said. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was so stoked on you guys. And then I remember, like, I think you text me or call me when you guys were on the way there because that's what we were telling you about uh-huh. it. And I knew what happened and I was just losing my mind. And I was going everywhere around that party being like, my best friend just got proposed to tonight. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, and then I would see you would you came and I remember being like, oh my God, this is the friend that got proposed tonight. <laughs> You're like, so oh my stoked. God, yeah. No way. Oh God. That good was good stuff. stuff. Uh-huh. I know. I love it. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really happy for, you know, this particular coworker. It was That's cool cute. for her to get to announce it. And I was really excited for her. And uh, oh. I got to pass on. I had bought this uh this book that was like the practical wedding planner. So I was like, oh, I got a book. I'm gonna bring you. And then passed it on. I'm like, I don't need this anymore. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, it is cool. I like my work fam. Did you use that book a lot, by the way? Yeah, we actually used. Um, I, I I know there was more that I used to it, but like the biggest thing that I take away that like it's memorable that I used is literally the wedding vows. Like we took there was a bunch of different like sample wedding vows in the back of it because one of the things is we were really like particular that we didn't want like it to be like a religious ceremony like we didn't want a religious like you know marriage yeah yeah so you know they had different like cultures and different religions that like how they did it oh, different that's examples. Nice. and one of them was like secular like wedding vows so i basically just like i took that and i sent that to the woman who like officiated for us and she took that and just kind of like added her own stuff, kind of, and like tweaked it a little bit to make it our own. So yeah, we prim- we used the, the wedding vows out of that book. Oh, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was a really good, really helpful book. Helped. One of the other things are that helped with was like calculating how much alcohol we needed to buy. <laughs> I had good charts on like how many guests and what you should expect and breaking that kind of stuff down. Lots of options for you know like. You want to do this kind of catering so or self-catering or whatever. This, that, this, you know. That bucket of fireball I brought to your wedding with the shots in it uh-huh. was the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> Probably. It was the best. I only drank champagne that night. Oh, did you have a headache the next day? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I was surprised at how actually, like, okay I felt. Because I really didn't eat. <laughs> not in your white dress no and we were Mm-mm. fucking all over the place yeah that day. no i really didn't eat much that night um i know i love looking at the pictures like still i'm just like so i'll tell you this back to the music we're bringing you in memories uh-huh. so i remember when i was with angel a lot of the time she was listening to lma and basically lma's album i don't remember what it's called but it's one where her like laying down and she's so cute or whatever um that's the album that I think about during your wedding time. <laughs> so I had to say that since we talked that's about cute. it. <laughs> but that's cool. And what was that wedding book called? Uh, the Practical Wedding Planner. Good. For anyone that's going to get married soon. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice book. I think it was like 15 or 20 bucks on Amazon. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. I found that on... There was a couple subreddits. I was like... Weddings under 10K and some other wedding subreddit. That was nice. But I like Reddit. Oh. So... Speaking of Reddit, so, you know, maybe you probably know more about what it was than I do at this point, but do you know when that time that lady hit me up at Home Depot um, and was like, hey, do you want to, like, look into investing? Oh, and she was trying to find? get you into a multi-level marketing scheme? Yeah, and gave me the book, the business book of the 20th century or something uh-huh. or whatever and made you read it within a time frame and you'd meet <laughs> up with her and yeah. they wouldn't be specific well, so at work, I see someone with the book on their desk, the same book, oh. and I was like, hey, what's happening with this? Because I've had this situation happen to me, and just basically was like, hey, this lady hit me up. She thought I had good potential. She made <laughs> meetings with me uh-huh. to try to do this basic, uh, create a pipeline for wealth and retire at 30 and, you know, whatever, And but wasn't very specific on what do you need to do for this job supposedly just work your ass off and you, right. for a few years and you get this money amazingly and then you're good for the rest of your life and they were like that's exactly what happened to me yep and i'm meeting up with him to finish this book you know so and so day uh-huh. which was actually today and i you know told him i'm like my best friend did research for me because i was telling her about it and mm-hmm. just you know wrecked me because i was so excited and just gave me all this information on subreddits that had information on what kind uh-huh. of scheme this is it's almost like a pyramid scheme in ways yeah it's exactly and, a pyramid yeah scheme. and so it just look into more information on it and they were like, I'll get back to you on it. And they looked it up and they were like, yeah, I totally did. There's a lot of pros and cons to people who were about it and people who weren't and everything. And he was just basically like, I'm going to go confront him when I'm given the book about what I saw to, you know, you know, see what's up. And I'm like, who knows? If you get far into it, you can be more specific on what it is and, you know, and, you know, no, as like, match your values in a way, like is doing what you're going to be doing, matching your values and, and whatnot and they were, you know, they were like, that's a good point. So I'm going to find out the results of, you know, their experience with this individual. Yeah, I mean, that. like that person, all that person's going to do is lie and say what that person wants to hear and try to make it sound good. And the only way to, to, to grow within that kind of like a pyramid scheme, a multi-level marketing scheme is to be a shisty asshole and do the same exact thing that that person is doing to you to other people. And I told him, I'm like, you might even have to invest in money. Yeah, into it. They're, they're going to ask you for money. Exactly. And they were like, no, I'm not going to do it if they invest me in money. And I'm, you know, just like exactly that. Um, you know? The subreddit, if you want to direct them to it is uh, anti MLM, anti multi-level marketing. And there's tons of stories and tons of information on there. It's really helpful and helps you identify if that sort of thing is happening to you. Um, what was the name of the book? Do you remember? It was like the business book of the t- or 20th century or, you know, some something like that. Or the bit, uh, something, I don't know. I'm going to look it up real quick. So, yeah, if you're ever approached by somebody and they're promising you wealth and talking about uh, these people they work for that retired early and have it all and travel the world and, you know, get to do whatever the fuck they want, but they can't really explain how they achieved it, what they're actually selling, what's actually, you know, what the, what the product actually, like, what it is, and being very vague, but, you know, promising all you, you, these great things. It's most likely somebody trying to get you into multi-level marketing scheme. Uh, just be weary of things like that. Like, bottom line, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And they got me when I worked at Home Depot a while ago. And I actually had a second individual even come up to me for the same thing. And I it was maybe around the same time or before this lady found me, but I was, you know, mentioned a pyramid scheme in conversation with him and he backed off and left. And that was, so they kind of hunt you down if you work in a retail location, you know, or maybe something like Starbucks. Yeah. They can or, appeal to like that sense of like, they know you don't make a lot of money mm-hmm. and like, yeah. or maybe even someone that you just run into in a store, you know, it could be, I don't know, I get in some random ass conversations with random people all the time mm-hmm. about cards or laundry detergent. <laughs> I don't know. So they're very they, personable. 
I don't know how it happens. I just <laughs> say something to break silence because I'm awkward as hell and I just think they're thinking about me. So I'm like, maybe if I just call myself out, then there's it there's it's whatever you know i don't know it's like i'll just call out my voice shit that you're thinking about maybe and mm-hmm. then we'll go from there but i don't know yeah they'll approach you in probably like public settings that is you know not a weird way to like can talk to you because i'm sure they seek people out you know they have they probably go every day yeah. to random places and just lurk for yeah because nice. that's how they make money is recruiting other people yeah also, that book is called The Business of the 21st Century. There you go. By Robert Kiyosaki. That was like a very telltale, like, like we, we looked up that book and there was a lot of people like mentioning like the same exact situations that like how this person like approached and treated Stacy and exactly that book. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, if you're looking to try to invest in something, do it with businesses that have stocks that you want to support. That's my best thing. Like businesses that you, I mean, I don't do stocks. I've been I was going to say, Stacey, who are you to give advice on this? I know. <laughs> well, I've been looking into doing stocks. That was like one of my New Year's resolutions was being like, maybe I talk? should invest in money. I have somebody you could talk to that will teach like. Oh, it's so overwhelming. But who is it? Is well, someone, you know? One of my coworkers. Okay. Uh, good friend. Um, uh, that person's advice to, that he's given me before. Um I can't like reiterate exactly, but basically if you're going to go stock market is you go something called S and P 500. And that's what Warren Buffett recommends. And that's like the, whatever the top 500 companies at the moment are is basically what, where your money's invested. Yeah. And you can't go wrong. Like you can't go wrong investing S and P 500. Well, that's yeah. According to this person, I haven't done any research. This is me just repeating what I've been told. I've done some, my old boss who was obsessed with stocks, but you know, I feel like it'd be cool to be a part of a company because the stock is basically you're buying a share of the company. So if you buy a stock with a company you support and you want to see succeed, that's a bet. Even though it, you want to make money off of the yeah, stock. Yeah, I don't think that's the way. Like, if you want to make money, that's not how you should buy I guess stocks. I guess <laughs> if you want to support a company, then yeah, I guess. But I guess honestly, that's probably what I want to do both. How about that? I want to invest <laughs> in the shit companies. I'll make me money where I sell stocks, and then all of a sudden, you know. I'll invest in a company that I care about. Hopefully some, I don't know, something. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I, stocks and bonds, baby. Stocks and bonds. I'll get into that at one point and hopefully soon because that's the biggest thing too is it's like if you can get into it, like the earlier you get into mm-hmm. it and the longer you can just like be throwing your money at it and then get out of it. Yeah. That's the that's thing too about this person. Like he's been telling me, giving me advice for this. I just got too much like medical shit I got to take care of right now. Like my that's teeth. That's true. My teeth. <laughs> that's like where all my money's going. Um, teeth are for the rest of your life rather than stocks. So that makes sense. Someone told me one time, I remember they were like, you know, if you're going to invest in anything, stock, put stocks into weed. And I'm like, that's a great point <laughs> because it's just going to be continuously growing. It's not going to stop. You know what I mean? And um, you know, it was someone that knew a lot of people that got rich off of stocks, uh-huh. like bought McDonald's stocks in the seventies and then just made so much bank off of, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, cause yeah. Yeah. From what I've heard is it's like to, to ensure you're like, you're, you're kind of like balancing your, like your risk, you know, is that like. You can't, like, try to, like, time and predict the market. Yeah, that would be something that would be hard. Just, you know, losing money and gathering the experience of what happens with, like, the market. But I feel like there's certain things where you can get notifications when things are low to sell them. You know what I mean? We'll have one of my friends on. Honestly, I was going to say, we should have have them on um, and see if they would want to talk about stocks because I want to know more about it as well. So I can, you know, take advantage of that. And I'm sure maybe other people that want to, you know, try to invest. Yeah, that would be great. We could inform some people about, uh, investing and cause really like we need to create a pipeline. That's ways. a bit, yeah, that's a huge difference between like, you know, the people on top and the people who live paycheck to paycheck. That's capitalism. You yep. literally, in order to be rich in this country, without being just handed it to you through, you know, family, you know, funds for, you know, decades and hundreds of years, 
you have to capitalize on something, mm-hmm. which is really sad to think about in ways, you know. But I mean, if you capitalize with the right intentions and the right reasons, then you can go somewhere, you know, with it. That's the beauty of fucking good old America, <laughs> you know. Amen. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, we'll try and learn some more on that. Try and educate y'all some more on that while we're at it. I need it. to be educated um, on that too. What other kind of goals do you have for the, this year? We're gonna we're gonna read some more. You want to learn about investing? Um, get into maybe trying to learn Spanish. Finally, Dude, I that's re- my number one goal for this year. Li- that is something I'm around. You know, Spanish speaking people all the time, and that's something that I feel like would just be, um, um you know. A basic thing I should do and there's and America is like one of the you know percentage of people in the entire world that only knows one language you know most people have you know two or three languages behind their belt and that's normal to them and everyone right, around yeah. them you know so we're kind of this you know secluded money-making empire here that's so oh yeah no we're like you, know. you don't we do it our way and that's the way we do it yeah <laughs> If they don't speak English, I'm out of here. No, I'm out of here. They can get out. What yeah, do you exactly. mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I know this is really silly, but I want to just make stickers. So I want to make some art and just make some stickers. Cool. Which I know that's very simple. Maybe Nothing too, wrong with that. But that's a legit that's a That's a cool thing. Like, I was reading something recently that was talking about, like, how our generation, like, just tries to like monetize everything and it's like we don't have any like hobbies that we do just for like the joy of it i mean that's a very large generalization but just that like there's kind of this like observable detachment from that probably other than like gaming but i'm really glad that like i've gotten into journaling and doing like my little fancy pages and shit in here it's really fun and takes a lot of time and i feel like it's a nice creative outlet while also helping me, like, be productive and, like, organize my life. And it's a bullet journal, right? Yeah, 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 bullet journaling. Um, but, like, getting fancy with it. Because the heart of bullet journaling is it's, like, it's a particular, like, system of, like, note-taking. That's, uh, like, called rapid logging. And then basically, like, a system of having, like, your future and your present and your past kind of, like, all... I don't know. If you're really interested in it, there's a book called The Bullet Journal Method. Um... This is something, like, that was suggested to me, and then I just, like, checked the book out from the library and got really into it. And then once I, like, delved into, like, some of the communities online where people share their bullet journals, you could see how, like, creative people get with it, and that has just really inspired Inspir- me. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as an adolescent, like, I was always into journaling, and I really enjoyed, like, being artistic and being unique in my journal, and I felt like I just got really detached from that for like a like a long time maybe like 10 years and i feel like i f- like finally found like a like a coming back to that and it's been fucking great and you talking about wanting to study spanish that's something like i've incorporated like i'm doing like my titles like my page titles for things in spanish so like i do like the month of january i have all the shit like enero eventos metas tareas so that's like January events goals tasks that's awesome so there you go I can know these things and like it's really there it's tangible it's in front of me like and yeah I I need to get more serious about like actually studying Spanish but I mean it's project it's progress and anything counts and you hear sometimes when you hear people say certain things as well um I watched this TED talk about learning a language you can learn be fluent in a language in six months and it was just kind of, you know, his way of learning, you know, a Mandarin in a short amount of time frame when he had to move. Uh-huh. And um, just talking about the certain things you need in order to learn a language so quickly. Yeah. And one of the things that they suggested was listen, instead of, you know, like watching something with subtitles on it or something, just take the subtitles off and just read what's happening and listen to what they say right. and try to understand what's going on so you can, you know, um, 
you know, understand certain words just by the way body language happens, especially mm-hmm. in Spanish. You know, there's a lot of certain things that I hear just from working with Spanish speaking folks uh-huh. and there's certain things just sound so similar to others. So it's really interesting on like the way you pronounce it uh-huh. in your body movement, maybe when saying it. Yeah. What part of the word you enunciate. Exactly. And like and mm-hmm. English language is kind of like that too in ways, but it's just so, it's so fucked up. But um, anyway, so, yeah. and honestly watching anime and subbed it's funny because i listen to it and like i'll listen to them speaking japanese and read the subtitles but now i can hear certain things uh-huh. where i know what it means yeah, yeah. just start from, to pick up on it exactly uh-huh. just from watching anime so it's it's really cool how you can do how we just pick up on stuff like that you know i had two ideas because like i'm super familiar with spongebob like still to this day because of watching it so much as a kid so I was going to, like, try and watch, like, Spongebob in Spanish because, like, I already know what's happening in the episodes and, like, I know most of the dialogue already. And so, like, wouldn't even... I could put the Spanish subtitles on even because I know I'm way better at knowing what a word is if I see it. So that's what I was thinking about doing. That's really cool. That's a good idea. Also, which hopefully I'll be at a point where I'm a little bit more comfortable with this, but regardless of where I'm at, when Animal Crossing New Horizons comes out... March, baby. I'm going to see if I can put it in Spanish. <gasps> oh. And have a Spanish-speaking island. Oh. And, like, be, like, immersion, babe. Like, you got to learn. You got to learn. And, like, maybe you can <laughs> get words that are they're going to use in Animal Crossing. Like, like fossil and, you know, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to know what the yeah. items are by just the look of them. Yeah. And then, yeah. And shovel. Yeah. Net. So I know you plan on getting the game too. So that's an idea. Like that's so cute. That's a great idea. Wow, that's some good exposure. Damn it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. Exciting. Well, well, let's freaking hope. You know, this year gets better. It was so funny (laughs) at work today. It was like team goals, and it's literally like don't die in 2020. True. And I'm like, all right, so that's the first goal of the year. Don't die in 2020. Um, but I only see us going up. Like, I'm thinking about the end of the year this year, and I yeah. know I'm not going to be where I am now, which, even though I've yeah. been feeling kind of down a little bit here and there. Recently, Dude, that happened. Like, you can't help that. Like, I that's know. always going to happen. And, like, Ugh, that's she... what you got to remember when you get down is like, this is a season. This is always going to happen. But I'm going to get through it and there will be light on the other side and I will get back to that person that I've been before that's productive, that's kicking ass, that's on top of her shit. Because, like, it's really easy and, I like I said before, I think we started recording, is, like, I just got one out of one of those slumps that, like, the new year hit. I had all these things that I was like, I'm going to start doing this and I'm going to start doing that and I'm going to do this better. And then it was, like, a weekend of the new year and I was like, I haven't done shit. I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. And like I was upset with myself and beating myself up and I just like I taught I was like crying to Manuel. I was like, I feel like there's all these things I wanna do, but like I suck at doing them. Like no matter how bad I wanna do them, I'd never actually like make myself do them. Like what is wrong with me? And that's not true. Like what I was saying wasn't true. Like yeah, I do right. plenty of things to take care of myself and to act on my goals. I was just in a slump right then, like, and that's fucking fine. You don't have to be, like, a super productive, nose to the grindstone, I'm getting my shit done person all the time, 24-7, 365. Like, you know? It's all, yeah, that's something I'm trying to be kinder to myself, (laughs) be nicer to myself. Uh And the thing is, it's so... Yeah, see, I know these things, and I even, like... Yeah, you just expose, forget them. Yeah, like, it, it, it's just... It's, it's funny. when you get to that point, you're like, oh, where's all that fucking wisdom and knowledge now? Where's all that therapy I where's paid for? Where's those <laughs> talks about personalities and... Yeah, right? Hundreds of dollars on therapy, Michaela. What I, the fuck? That's literally me today, because I literally had a therapy appointment yesterday. And I come today, and I wake up so awful, and I'm like, can I just go back to therapy again today so I can just you know feel better yeah absolutely Uh right yeah i know how it goes but you know it's all a process and i feel like i did really good like making improvements and strides on myself in 2019 and me too i'm only gonna keep like churning it up i did a lot of things i wanted to get done last year and that feels that feels good (laughs) honestly that was one of the things i wrote down like on my sort of not really like 
bullet journal here, but I wrote like things that I did in the year that I'm glad that I did, you know? That's and then, really like, smart. Yeah. So I was like, what How am I positive? thankful for this be year? Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And just being like, oh, these are the things we began on and be created. And... <laughs> I kind of realized it because I, I, I started reading an old journal and I found a journal entry from the beginning of 2014. And I was literally like, what am I doing with my life? I need to just pick something and do it. And what are you going to like, how are you going to make money? And just like, just like beating myself up over like, what are you going to do with your fucking life? And I'm like, dude, I feel like this, like this is never going to turn off. Like this is going to be something inside of me, like that pops up. And it, and that's like, it's not a bad thing. Like that's like, that's good to feel that way. you're not settling. Like you're going to keep building on yourself and like being like, okay, I'm done. I can stop learning and being a better person. Like, done. No, you're never done. Yeah. Honestly, that's how I was. When you die. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I, you know, that you said that. I was like with my dad the other day, and he was just, you know, going on about certain things he's realized over the years. And, you know, he's like 58 this year. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, he's gone through a lot, and just hearing his perspective, on you know what he went through and he's been through a lot I was just kind of you know what he was saying I was so proud that he was my dad because I feel like it's so hard for older folks to actually think that they still have things to learn yeah. and still things to grow on and still at least from my perspective as a 25 year old you know and the people you've kind of interacted with exactly yeah. and there's certain especially older... I feel like like you know we had we're in this the south and like people are so people are set in their ways mm-hmm. like very set in their ways yeah. and there's they don't they they're the same that they've been for years and i feel like my dad is just like one of those different examples that you know he's changed so much over the years and he finally realizes and has the perspective of you know what he's done and he's just continuously wanting to be better always and he never wants to stop and it's just so refreshing for him to be you know almost hitting 60 and still thinking that he has so much that he still needs to work you know work strive for and work for and you know and he says that my my great grandmother she died when i was like conceived or whatever she was like 99 when she died Uh um he said that she was the same way and would say that you know there's not one day if you don't learn something once a day then Mm -hmm. you're not you're you're not going anywhere. You have to learn something every day. And she was 99 when she died, you know? And you're like, for a 99-year-old woman to be like, there's always something to learn. You're like, for sure. Absolutely. Like, I'm not going to die with all the knowledge of the world. You know what I mean? That's insane. There's too much going on. Mm-hmm. But there's, so there's always something to learn every day. So that's the goal 2020. Learn something new every day. And that just makes me want to, like, shout out to Smarter Every Day which is a really cool YouTube channel that I like to watch. <laughs> if uh, if you're ever wanting to uh, become smarter every day, that's a good uh, YouTube channel to watch. <laughs> All right. That sounds pretty good. That's good stuff. Oh, man. That and uh, Vsauce and uh, Mindfield. That is my, like, my new favorite jam on YouTube. Like, Michael Stevens fucking Mindfield. Okay. If you ever want to check that out, it's really cool. Uh, like, I've... he just has videos. Like, I think the very first episode is on like isolation and he like go he like builds like this this like isolation like little chamber that's just got like a bed a toilet and he's gonna live he has like bottled water and like soylent you know like the mix like smooth oh, weird, wow. like nutrient mixed drinks you can get um and then like cameras in there and then like the light never turns off and he like goes in there him just himself for 72 hours what the fuck just to like so it can see the effects of of isolation and it's really interesting is like you see um that like when he goes to sleep he when he wakes up he always thinks that he slept longer than he actually did so he thinks he's been in there longer than he has been so he thinks he's reached the 70 72 hours sooner than he has and so he's waiting for, like, you know, his friend to come in and be like, hey, you've reached the time, you can come out. But, like, so he thinks it's been 72 hours. He's like, surely it's been 72 hours by now. But, like, still nobody's in. He's just, like, he starts to, like, unravel and just, like, he's like, what do I do to keep myself, like, from being bored, you know? Like, what do you do? Like, with just your fucking mind. And 
It's really interesting. So you get to see things like that. They do. Oh, wow. That sounds terrifying. Oh, it's great. They do studies on like the placebo effect and like, uh, he goes to, I think, Peru and does ayahuasca. Oh, uh, that's always interesting. Uh, yeah. And like, you up. get to, uh-huh, you get to like, <laughs> see that whole thing. Uh, very interesting stuff. If you're into that What's kind of thing. What's it called? Uh, that particular show is called Minefield. A guy on it is called Michael Stevens. He started on YouTube with a channel called like Vsauce. Like that's what he 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 was Vsauce. But now there's like other people that have kind of like taken over and do like the Vsauce videos, which are also just phenomenal and interesting. They're much like smart, smaller, condensed videos about things. Just really interesting concepts like deja vu. Like he has a you know a whole con you know oh, whole episode neat. on deja vu that's really interesting and. The Minefield show is just him kind of, like, taking it further and spending more time on topics. They're, like, 20 to 30 minutes long. So. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I've been watching on YouTube that's completely different? So, <laughs> it's, um, her name's Christine McDonnell. Um, or Mc... Oh, it sounds familiar. Or McConnell. Oh, God. I always forget her her name. I'm not even lying to you. Let me see. Oh, they can load. okay what is her videos about one second oh her name is oh god we'll just skip (laughs) stacy can't multitask she cannot tell me what the videos are about while she searches for the videos so i was gonna just like feel like we were gonna cut it out but it's fine we no we can't that's part of what we have to like get better get better at is like we're not editing these they're gonna flow they're organic this is who we are enjoy the sneeze okay her (laughs) name is christine mcconnell so not mcdonald anyway she did the show on netflix that was about you know doing did she build the the creepy okay yeah that's where i know that name well so they canceled that show on netflix was it a fucking shame and so (laughs) she has a youtube channel though where she has one episode a month and does these things and she's had an episode where she made a she repurposed a couch and made it like a refabricate like refabricated it and mm-hmm. made it um reupholstered it my bad um <laughs> refabricated it i know <laughs> my fucking dumbass. <laughs> and, and you know we did like wood and finished it and then like wood and burn sketch things and carved mm-hmm. them out and made it so beautiful and immaculate Damn. and you'd go she has a video for um a house tour of her going through her house and she collects antiques and thinks like has things like old school Mm -hmm. and things. And she just has, and she makes so much stuff and you're just so blown away by her creativity and how she makes these things. And she's a fucking badass and she's gorgeous as well. You know what I mean? (laughs) So you're just like, ah, of course I love her, but no, um, her, um, YouTube channel literally is from the mind of Christine McConnell. And it sucks because I watch all her videos and I'm just like, when is you know I the need next, more. I know I'm like I want more episodes because she's so fucking so interesting. She's like I don't know. So a lot of people are like it's Martha Stewart meets Tim Burton or it's Martha Stewart yeah. meets um uh um Morticia Adams or something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. they kind of but Martha like, Stewart's definitely there because she's that fucking crafty. You know yeah, what I mean? But that's, she's creepy. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I watched like maybe one episode of her show on Netflix, but like I didn't get super into it. It was just too, like, like I liked the craft aspect, but I didn't like the, like, like, she had, like, her little puppet creatures and stuff she, like, talked to and interacted with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, I'm not feeling this. Well, so. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was cool. But it's okay. We all have our preferences, but. Yeah. You think that should be it, maybe? Anywho, yeah, I think we'll be wrapping this up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um never even yeah just been bitching and dissing we kind of been just bitching and dissing to a t yeah and so, uh, uh we'll see you guys no yes. we will never see you guys i mean personally we'll probably see some of you guys but in this podcast we'll never we see will you guys unless you're tell a guest you guys anyways later. We'll, <laughs> you'll hear us again soon hopefully you choose to listen Thank you. If you have any suggestions, I'm sure we'll have some form of like social media. I'm thinking it's like Twitter or I don't know. Whatever. We'll tell you when we get it. Of course. Right now we don't got it. So this is is the pilot, baby. Pilot. Pilot. Round two. (laughs) Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.